Welcome back to Talk of the Town on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC on WHTC.com and on the WHTC app for your smartphone. Once again, here's your host, Gary Stevens. Welcome back to Talk of the Town for this Friday, February 9th. It is the second Friday of the month, which means at this time... We catch up on things going on at Dumont Lake. That is where the Allegan County uh, Services Building is, where the Allegan County Board of Commissioners meet. And today we are joined by Vice Chairman of the Board of Commission, uh, Board of Commissioners Dean Capaga from Hamilton on the other side of our table. Dean, good morning and Happy New Year, sir. Same to you, Gary, and listeners. It's great being here. Uh, since this is his first visit uh, of the new year, we'd like to wish him and all the board well. And if you have a question about what's going on in Allegan County, Dean will be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. Late last month, the Allegan County Board, as a unit, all decided or shall we say all announced that they will indeed be running for re-election and the importance of this effort because instead of a two-year term, it'd be a four-year term if you are successful. Well, um, I would first say that every 10 years, so the listeners just know the how that function works with commissioners, every 10 years, there's a group that can redistribute townships and where commissioners are at and even determine the amount of commissioners that are needed. So we went from seven commissioners to five commissioners, which is a huge deal because I have seven townships and three cities that I represent. It's a big area. And I was, I was really kicking and screaming going, don't do this. Um, and I'm on many, many different committees out of Lansing and here. And I just thought it, was, it might be too much. But one thing that I found that has been very efficient is I'm working with another four individuals that are on the same page, heading in the same direction. And we look at what's getting done, how we're accomplishing it, how we're all in the same mindset as far as what is the best answer? How can we get there? How can we be fiscally sound in doing what we're doing? Um, I would just say that if many of the listeners have seen the article in the paper that we tried to put out saying we're running again because we believe we're heading in a great direction with a group of people that I believe are trying to find best answers to create a place and elegant to raise a family and to be in a safe place and to be fiscally sound in what you do and how you do it. So I think that's getting done. And we, as a group, were united in saying, let's put something out together to promote trying to do this more as far as we want to have another four-year four term, four term that, that I am going to try to plug at if the um, citizens want that to be. But um, we want to do it as a group because we feel that we all are on the same page, working in the same direction with a great team in Allegan, and um, we're very thankful and privileged to, to have a chance to do this. You answered one of my questions in your response, Dean, about the adjustments over the last couple of years with a smaller group of board members and new and additional responsibilities. I'm sure, Gary, you've been on your own committees, and I think the li listeners are probably shaking their head going, well, I've been on a, on a few committees with 10 people, 7 people, 5 people. Um, it simply makes it simpler, but I think that it's the bigger thing is, do you have people that are like-minded in how you make decisions? 
you have people that are open to being wrong and trying to always find the best answer with a group of people knowing that that's what wisdom is. So I have found that in Jim's story. I'm so thankful for his leadership that we have in Elegant and the other commissioners that we have all trying to do the best that they can, knowing that we make mistakes, but, but trying to find the best answers through whoever we can get to be experts within different topics. And I think we're going doing a pretty good job of it. If you got a question about what's going on in Allegan County, Dean Capingo will be happy to answer it at 616-395-1450, 616-395-1450. In the category of no news is good news, question mark, <laughs> is we've had not much lately involving the Calkins Dam or the Allegan Dam situation and the efforts by Consumers Energy to maybe rid itself of that responsibility. Is it no news, good news, or it's right now a lull before the next uh, step is taken? Well, I'm just, I want to just say thank you, Elegant County Association, the Lake Association. There's about 250 people on that of all cottage owners that are around it. And they have hired some important groups. I just wanted to tell the listeners, they've hired hydrosimilatics that did a study, Zach Curtis, I know him personally, he's doing, he's part of our water study work group, but he did a study that's showing that by them taking the dam out, it really could affect the aquifer and even the wells around around that. And there's a study of it, and if the listeners want to get their hands on it, they can do that going through ellencounty.org. But um, I just want to mention that to the listeners, and then I thought what was really interesting is this group just hired um, I'll just read this a minute. It says Lake Elegant is subject to the study of a graduate school class of hydros- hydrologist at Grand Valley State University under the instruction of Professor Eric Snyder. The graduate students will study Lake Elegant and produce a report at the end of this fall semester to determine if it would if it will actually affect the aquifer and the wells around it and even other effects that it could negative effects that it could have in taking the dam out. So it, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll yes, see. You bet. Um, well, I'm, I'm thankful for the work that they're doing. Uh, keep in mind that the dam, even though it doesn't produce a great amount of power, still should be counted for trying to get sustainable energy efforts. You know, and, and we have another situation down in covert, which our friends over at beyond nuclear not happy about, but who knows? Looks like uh, uh, we could have that facility up and running soon. We could. I just wanted to mention that to the listeners that if they hadn't seen it in the paper, Holtic International just was awarded a $1.5 billion loan from the U.S. Energy Department to start up Palisades. And that loan was to take effect this, this February. And for the listeners, that nuclear plant produced about 870 megawatts. I mean, it's huge as far as to think of um, that Port Shelling's being taken out this year. That that they'll have. I think it's going to take a couple years for this to get restarted. But they're gonna, they're putting in two small modular reactors, which will produce that much energy. So I'm very thankful that that's going to happen. And what that means to the the whole area. That probably means a couple hundred jobs that will live in Allegan County because it's going to take six to seven hundred people to run that um, mm. business. But anyway, so thankful that the 
federal government um, was willing to loan them the money, and now that is going to happen. Yeah, it is a, a very interesting development, and uh, I'm afraid that uh, it's not cut and dried as many people would like it to be. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> that it is not. 616-395-1450. What's the latest on this water study work group? Um, it looks like uh, that's been moving along okay. It is. Well, I'm on that water study work group, and for the listeners that, that didn't hear me speak on this before, this all originated probably three years ago when Ottawa County was having issues with Georgetown and another township as far as they're having water issues with all the subdivisions going into that area. And that led us to ask ourselves, are we doing enough to make sure that our aquifer can, can, can sustain all the growth that we're having? We're the fourth fastest growing county in the state of Michigan. You know, so we ended up hiring a group. It's called, it's, they're engineers. There's, they're Williams and Works. And we created this, this work, work group that actually um, brought in engineers to look, really look at our aquifer, put in test wells, and now we're having a large meeting coming up at the Trussell Stop in Hamilton on April 23 from 4 to 7.30 for township and city officials because they have to buy in with this. We don't, um, we don't overstep our bounds within townships and city. That's not our authority. But we want to present this to them going, wait a minute, here's some real alternatives for you to make sure that the growth that you're having within your townships, there's actually a way to determine if, the, the water table can sustain the amount of people that are coming into it, but also to look at pollution, also look at ways to clean up pollution. And, and through putting in test wells and looking at that, I think we're going to do a great job of it. And now we've even had people from the state, from Eagle and so forth, come in and say, you're one of the only ones in the state of Michigan that are actually stepping up to make sure that your aquifer will be sustainable in the future um, for your renewable spots that you need to keep in place so that the water stays pure. So I'm thankful we're doing this, and I think we're a long ways in getting it done. Yeah, a few steps forward uh, yes. than some other uh, situations. Speaking of water and speaking of water quality, this is a little different than the aquifer, obviously. Aquifers dealing with wells and the like, but uh, dealing with clean water, especially along the Kalamazoo River, um, we got an announcement this week that uh, Michigan's uh, congressional delegation, for the most part, uh, all united about reauthorizing the Great Lakes Restoration Initiative. And part of that initiative was helped to play some of the cleanup of the Kalamazoo River up in the uh, Plainwell Otsego area. I was in uh, many of those work groups, and I was trying to fight for them to start on the other end. As far as I represent the Sogduck area, that's where... You have many of the tourism that comes in through all the boats and tourists that come into that area, and they started on the other end. But if you'd look at the funds that are out there, it's a super fun. You know, they're starting on our other end and going to bring it all the way up to Lake Michigan. But that is a huge, I don't know if it's a 20-year project, but there are funds available for that. It's going to simply take years and years and years to clean up. And, of course, one thing, when I say, of course, is for someone who has been here for a number of years and have followed this ongoing story about dredging Kalamazoo, uh, Lake Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo Lake, I should say, and uh, the mouth of the Kalamazoo River in the Saugatuck area and the problems in trying to dredge because of that sentiment coming from 
up upriver, upstream, super fund needed funds are needed. So I am well aware of trying to it is. keep that <laughs> cleared <Yes>. out. <laughs> it is. Hey Gary, also I failed to mention when I mentioned the water study work group, when we were putting ARPA money aside for um, we our eleven thousand miles of fiber for broadband, we also put three million dollars away for this water study work group. There's $768,000 that we set aside for private well assistance. We have so many people in Elegant that might be lower income that are going, man, I've got this well issue. It's going to cost me $7,000. How am I going to fix that? And we have an assistant program that the Elegant Foundation is helping us put together for assistance for lower income people. I just want to make sure the listeners knew that, that that's something that's going to be available to them. And, um, it's part of the APRA funds set aside for because most of our wells in Elegant County are private wells. But there is going to be a fund available for those that need the cleanup necessary from lead pipes to something that's simply not working to get assistance for it. 616-395-1450. If you have a question for Allegan County Board Vice Chairman Dean Capping of Hamilton, 616-395-1450. You mentioned about the ARPA funds being set aside for the Internet uh, uh, expansion efforts. Um, of course, this week uh, uh, we saw the Holland City Council approve a, uh, a rate schedule for Holland's expansion of its uh, broadband efforts and uh, um, nice fee, you know, for, for the most part, very competitive. Uh, how are we doing right now in Allegan County with the one, two, three effort to get Allegan all wired up? Well, I just hear individual stories of someone who said, man, I've never had this. I never had the ability to contact people through the internet, you know, from, but it could be serious stuff from a child needing to do homework. It could be someone who needs to get a hold of a hospital or a ph pharmacy through means of getting information about that with senior citizens or so forth. So I'm hearing tremendous stories of someone who never had that ability that has it, but I don't have the latest on how many miles of fiber they've put in so far. I should have had that. Okay. We'll just keep that in mind. I will. We'll, we'll, for bring, next time. It, we'll bring it up for our, our March uh, consideration. By the way, um, <laughs> uh, Allegan County's um, expansion through one, two, three net got approved late last year or later last year. Um, I know they're trying to get Ottawa County's program set up. And yes, I have seen the one, two, three trucks along Chicago drive between Zeeland and Hudsonville <laughs> doing that. So, you know, they are on the job. <laughs> uh, in Ottawa County, but also obviously in Allegan County. Uh, those who are longtime listeners of this particular radio station uh, know that Dean Capica's background is as a former deputy with the Allegan County Sheriff's Department. So when we talk about law enforcement, fire 911, that is right up Mr. <laughs> Capica's alley. <laughs> it is. So. So guess why I'm on the 911 policy board? <laughs> yeah, we kind of wonder. Okay, <laughs> right. yeah. You, but anyway, so I front love lines. That's, yes, that, I love that area. But I, I know that I, I'm still amazed at numbers. So, so if your listeners can imagine, last year, the sheriff's department, city departments, the tribe, um, they took in 49,180 calls this past year. So imagine a dispatch center that has probably four different. Um, centers 
within it that there's somebody next to a phone, next to a computer, that they dispatched 49,000-plus calls this past year, and Fire dispatched 8,656 calls just for Fire. So I just want to bring that to your listeners because I think many of us go, you know, how busy are they? What are they doing? So just for Allegan County, you know, you're looking at almost 50,000 calls for service for 911 help. And I just wanted to bring that up to go, man, I'm just so thankful for not only that I was in the profession, but I know that they're my safety net. They're people who want to help me. And then I, Gary, I just was asked by a citizens group to go to Saugatuck because they don't have an officer in school, but they said, would you speak on that? So I called up friends um, and teachers and students going, what do you think about an officer in school? And just the, the comments going, man, I, I was sort of scared of him, but he's my friend. He's someone who's there to help me. And then for the teachers to say, we have somebody who, who can help us in that emergency because we had no one before. You know, so I just heard comments and comments. Then when I look at numbers like this and go, wow, to think that they're doing that type of work, I think we can all really be thankful for it and remember all what fire law enforcement are doing for us to keep it, us in a safe place to raise a family. And I'm just very thankful for them. Two things to go along those lines. I, I remember seeing on social media, uh, Hamilton community schools really talking up their officer in there and Joe really Hamp. pleased about that. Okay. The other thing, and you mentioned tribe and I noticed this as I was putting the story together, uh, with the gun Lake, uh, ban, uh, gun Lake tribe expansion, interior renovation of the uh, casino and the ongoing expansion with the big hotel that should be open in about 13, 14 months from now. Mm -hmm. And then I did some investig not investigating, but homework on this. 13 years on Sunday since the Gun Lake Casino opened. <laughs> I don't know if many of the Hollander, Holland people get over that way, but it is a busy, busy place. And even to think of the tribe. So when I mentioned the tribe, the numbers for the tribe, they have their own law enforcement, you know, that represents them. And they have their own courts in case you'd have a tribal because member. Because it's a sovereign Right. Area. They would. Um, so they even have that, but they have, I don't know the numbers as far as how many officers, but they have, they have many officers that take a lot of complaints within that area because there's that many people that circulate through it. And in your role as commissioner uh, for the entire county, uh, uh, that southern part of Wayland Township, the Martin area, you know, they, they, they got that exit now, new they help and renovating all that. Mm -hmm. And I would be surprised to see that area start developing even more. They might help bring, once water comes in that area, as far as comes down that corridor, we believe it was something explode, you know, with business. And I think that's close to happening. Dean, another topic that you have been pretty much uh, passionate about, for lack of a better term, uh, dealing with the Commission on Aging, a strategic plan for that in Allegan County. Well, Gary, when you weren't here a couple months ago, I had the pleasure of bringing our new director, Jennifer Garcia, to WHTC because I think it's so essential. And I, I find that there's so, many, there's so much going on out there that I don't know about, but I'm like, no way, I didn't know that. That help I could have given someone if I would have simply knew the information. Um, so I just wanted to, she mentioned some things. I just wanted to say it again to people in case they just missed it, that um, we have a commission of aging group that helps seniors, but they also help veterans. And there's two groups that, that 
Some people need them in a mighty way. So I just wanted to mention that with the Commission of Aging, they help people in adult daycare. You know, someone that can't clean their house anymore, someone that needs to be bathed for health issues that they have, someone to come in and actually do that for them. They have home-delivered meals they'll bring every day to them. They have transportation that they'll, they'll bring to their house and say, hey, we'll help you get here if you don't have a car, you can't drive anymore, something like that. They also have the emergency pins for them. And listeners, that came from your tax dollars. We have a millage that provides that, but there's, there's many seniors that don't have family. They don't have um, a son or a daughter that can go to their house to help them. So if you know somebody like that, make sure they go to elegantcounty.org. Have them get a hold of senior services. We're, 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 we have many people that have soft hearts and they just want to help people um, in the worst way within those issues. Good morning. You're on the line with Allegan County Commissioner Dean Kappinga. Yes, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Question on how Allegan coordinates road projects with other counties for the, for the county line highways. Uh, for, for example, 104th and Ottigan is a very busy intersection that seems to be deteriorating, but I understand you have to have cooperation between both counties. How does that work? Well, I know that, that like for all our road projects, the townships meet with, the, with our, our road commission and they set all those projects up. But I don't know of a time, I'll have to ask that question because it's a great question. I don't know how we work with Ottawa in setting something that, up that should be done on both sides. You know, so I don't have the answer for that, but I'll get the answer for that and mention it at our, at our next time we meet. So Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, thank you question. very much for the call, 616-395-1450. I'll follow up on that mm-hmm. because having driven that, and let's put it this way, I had to do a little bit of it last year with all the construction uh, uh, dealings uh, um, over on uh, Business 196 and I-196. And so driving in that area, yeah, it's a little dicey because you have, to a certain extent, um, you have to, uh, the, the Ottawa County side is like a, almost like a T-form, you know, a T-intersection in that regard. And you got the freeway right there as well. Hmm. So, you know, this, it's, it's a little, uh, and there's more traffic, you know, more people, the growth in that area. So just again, so the, just so the listeners know, all the townships go to the road commission and say, Hey, we want to do 10 miles of roads this year. By them getting all those bids in for all those contracts, they can, they can say to the person who supplies that I need this much this early. So we try to get that out right away and working with the townships to do that for the best price that we can for them. And, in this, sure they work and in this situation, Dean has taken a note and the county commissioners meet next Thursday. Normally when we have the commissioners in on uh, the second Friday of the month, they have the meeting the day before. This is one of those weird times mm-hmm. that doesn't have that, but uh, Dean will write down that has written down that little note and he'll pass it on to the road commission uh, when he does uh, go back to uh, Dumont Lake to uh, take care of matters <laughs> there. Thanks for the question. Uh, if you want more information about what's going on in Allegan County, best way to do it, go to the website, AlleganCounty.org. That is AlleganCounty.org. 
Dean Kaepernick, as always, thank you very much for spending some time with us. And hopefully we get everything coordinated and you and Jim can work together and be with us again in the month of March. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, listeners. Thank you very much, Dean Kaepernick, 99.7 and 1450 WHTC. CBS News, Steve Kathan, straight ahead, followed by WHTC News. A little bit of open line before we take care of birthdays and news off the beaten path than the Evergreen Commons report before. The WHTC Midday Report at the bottom of the hour here on 99.7 and 1450 WHTC.